Good morning, everybody. It is August 30th, 2021, and you are listening to Equity, TechCrunch's venture capital focused podcast where we unpack the numbers behind the headlines. This is Alex, and we are getting ready for one hell of a week. Now, why? Two words demo day. But before we get to that, the global stock market is having a fine start to the week. Shares were up in Asia, they rose in Europe, and they are set to rise here in the US when the markets open. Now, in contrast, the value of major cryptocurrencies and tokens is off a couple of points in the last 24 hours, but not really enough to be truly newsworthy. And with all that in our pocket, let's go. Looking at the week ahead, Y Combinator's Demo Day is going to be the biggest news event of the week, at least here in startup land. This Tuesday and Wednesday, hundreds of very early stage startups will share their progress and product goals with investors from around the world. And of course, the TechCrunch crew will be plugged in from lights on to lights out, writing about the nascent companies and flagging favorites for you. And now we've already covered a couple of startups from the batch, but we'll have our eyes out for the geographic mix of the companies, you know, where they're building, the sectors focused on, what themes are the startups building on top of, and of course, we'll be curious to see how diverse the founder pool winds up looking. Now, of course, Y Combinator is not the only startup accelerator worth paying attention to. Just thinking about the US market alone, we also really care about what Techstars does and also the Foreign Ventures SaaS program, which I think is really cool. But Y Combinator combines huge cohort sizes with a solid success pedigree, so its demo days are always really an event. Stick close to the site this week. There's going to be a lot of writing and data and analysis on a huge crop of startups, all hoping to build the next big tech success. What's better? All right, now we have to talk about China again. I know this is becoming kind of a, a regular segment on the Monday show, but things keep happening. So here we are. Fresh data from PitchBook, as gathered by Kaishin Global, indicates that foreign investors are pulling back their investments into Chinese venture capital and startups. Now, why is that the case? Well, as you've heard on this show ad nauseum, there's a regulatory crackdown in China, and it's shaking things up in the technology space over there. Now, despite large totals for 2021 as a whole, the publication writes that, quote, so far in August, however, just $800 million has been raised from 67 deals with foreign participation, down from $4.7 billion in July. Those numbers will change. Venture capital data is famously laggy, so when we're looking at the most recent information, it's the most wrong. But it does really begin to sketch the image we expected to see of a Chinese startup market finding external capital in decline as the Chinese Communist Party announces a steady drumbeat of new regulatory actions, including curbs to technology companies' business models, antitrust regulations, and changes to everything from how content algorithms must operate to how edtech companies can make money, and more. This morning, just for example, China announced strict curbs to the time that miners can spend playing video games. I'm still hunting up the original release in Chinese, but coverage indicates that kids in China will be limited to just three hours of gaming each week. That's bad news for the huge gaming industry in China, and I would also guess probably external game makers as well. Shares of Chinese gaming giant NetEase, Bloomberg notes, fell on the news. The most recent data that equity could scrounge up this morning shows a decline of around 8%. That's a lot. All right, moving along, it's time for some more startup news. We have quite a lot to discuss from upstart technology companies, and we're going to start from the earliest stage, and we're going to work all the way up to companies going public. It's going to be fun. To kick things off, Catherine Shu reports that Ho Chi Minh City-based Vietc, a digital media network originally kind of built for the millennial and Gen Z demographics, is going to widen its net after getting $2.7 million in pre-Series A funding. Now, this story is really a reminder that India is a key market, 
sure, for global investors and startups, but we really do have to pay attention to the wider Asian market when we consider startup activity. There's a lot of cool companies out there, and frankly, this is the first time I've heard of Viet Cetera, and that's a shame. And our own Kate Park reports that, quote, UrbanBase, a Seoul-based company that develops 3D spatial data platforms for interior design planning, announced today that it has raised $11.1 million in what it's apparently going to call a B-plus round. Now, I don't know what a B-plus round is, frankly, but the company will use its new capital to beef up its AR and VR tech, which I am in favor of. So, cool. Moving on to the late stage market, our own Manish Singh reports that, quote, Ola Electric is in advanced talks to raise between $250 million to $500 million in a new financing round as the Indian firm looks to scale its electric vehicle manufacturing business in the South Asian market. That's down to a couple of sources that we have who are familiar with the deal, so we'll have more on that when it actually closes. It's an enormous amount of money, so please pay attention. And, oh no. And then there's Astra, a rocket company that went public via a SPAC earlier this year. It had some issues with launch over the weekend. Its shares are off around 25% in pre-market trading this morning. What happened? Well, one of its latest rocket engines had an issue. And so the rocket, when it took off, kind of went sideways first and then up versus just going up. And then it didn't go as well after that either. Uh, building rockets is super duper hard. And it's really hard to do while public because when you have a bad launch, your stock goes down. But I mean, shout out to them for trying. They'll try again. Maybe it'll work next time, you know. And do not forget that we are back in IPO season. D2C eyeglasses company Warby Parker filed last week. And just last Friday, we got new filings from Toast, a Boston-based software company that focuses on the restaurant world, and Freshworks, a company that sells customer support software. Actually, I just spoke to the Freshworks CEO a couple days ago, so perfectly timed. We will have S1 teardowns on the site today, you know, God willing, but it's IPO season yet again, so please do strap in. Closing, the equity team had a super crazy busy week last week, and waking up and checking our analytics this morning was like an early Christmas present. So thanks for sticking around with us last week, and really for the last couple of years, it means the world. That is our show for today. Don't forget you can follow Equity on Twitter at EquityPod, where we are hosting more and more Twitter spaces. So do come hang out with us. And with that, have a good Monday, everybody. Hugs and love from the Equity team. Get ready for demo day because other news will certainly drop during it. So we're going to be scrambling all week long. And uh, there may be an extra episode or two in there as we kind of unpack what we see from all the young companies. All right, cool. This is Alex. We're out of here. 